0: Welcome to the Why Wait Podcast. My name is Julie. My name is Beth, and we are your
1: hosts. We are two sisters who love life coaching and are ready to ask you the question, why wait? Life is precious and too many times we hold back, have fear or believe thoughts that leave us waiting. We understand we've been there.
0: Join us as we help you progress and find personal fulfillment through knowledge as we teach you tools that will enable you to love yourself more fully and improve your own life no more waiting. Let's go. Hey, you guys, real fast. We wanted to tell you about the summer series workshops that we're doing all of this summer, 2023. And it is every other week on Monday mornings at 8am and it's online virtual. And what we're doing is teaching a series of courses that will help you in your lives. It is absolutely free. You just get on, we will teach you a class and then we open it up for coaching. So we would love for you to join us and this podcast particularly, and all throughout the summer, will be pertaining to these workshops. So we want you to have this extra value as we go along teaching the workshops. Hope to see you there. It's on our podcast. It's also in the, the links in the show notes. Thanks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Why Wait. This is Julie, and I'm here with Beth, of course. Hello. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking about finding your purpose again. Um, And this topic we feel so strongly about because we probably hear it most, I would say. Like when you have a a problem in your life, you kind of know what the problem is. But when you're stuck and where coaching comes in so helpfully is when that in-between where you're like, just a little frustrated or you're just a little bored or you're like, everything's okay, but you're not exactly happy and you don't know why. Right. And so what we hear is like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know who I am. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know how. And so today we want to talk about some of the different times in your life where you'll, you'll hit these bridges of the now what's or the, the unexpected or expected um, transitions in your life and kind of what some of them can be that you might not realize this is going on. And then maybe a few tips on how to get past them a little bit easier. And the thing that I think, because,
1: okay, you know, if you, if you get married, you're working, you're married, you're living a purpose-filled life in regards to your relationship, your development of yourself, you have kids, your purpose in life is to raise these children but then we come to a place where our kids are starting to grow and leave the home. And we start to think, well, what's my purpose now because everything's been wrapped up in your spouse, your children, your callings, whatever you've been asked to do. And that's why I think Julie and I get that the very most actually is because a lot of the women that we are working with are literally at a place where like, okay, well, what do I do with myself now? And some of them, are on a plan of what their expectation was, what the future was going to hold, but what's happening is the unexpected are happening, and so they have a child that decides to move back home, or they have um, a struggle in their marriage, or they there's all these unexpected, per, like finding your purpose, like this wasn't planned, or how do I figure this out, or how do I get through this place in my life in regards to my health, you know, my mind, my Whatever what, my spirituality? So it's just trying to find the purpose, even when there's expected and unexpected situations that happen, and there is a way we can do it. You can do it.
0: Yeah. And step one is, I think, is realizing a few truths. Okay, we're Christian, of course, belong to the Church of Jesus Christ, of Latter-day Saints. And the gospel of Jesus Christ teaches us that when we come to Earth, we are 100 percent worthy and worth and perfect, not perfect, but like our worth is almost fulfilled. Our purpose is to be here and to learn. And so anything you do on top of that is bonus. And so it's kind of like a a, a father looking down at a child and just saying, I love you, do whatever you want, do what makes you happy. But for some reason, all along our lives, we did what we definitely what made us happy, but kind of what we thought we should do. Like Beth said, like what we were supposed to do, what was supposed to happen. And then we get to a point where we're like, well, now what? Now what do I do? That didn't work out. Or I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I thought things were supposed to be more meaningful and this and that. And what I'm telling you is in the eternal scheme of things, you're already enough. And so the the fun of this is that you get to choose what you want to do and what makes you happy and what contribution you want to give to the world or to yourself and to your family. And so Step one, know that you are enough. Step two, try and find some excitement and you get to choose. And you are literally the best one to know that answer. But what has happened is our brains run on autopilot, like Beth was saying, you go through your life. I said you you grow up um, you know, as a child and you're learning all the things, and then you become an adult and you have your children and you get married or you don't, and then you get to another part of your life and that's kind of where the squandering happens. You're like, I, I did all the things. I got married. I I had the children, or if you didn't want to have children, whatever. And you get to a point where you're like, well, now what do I do? That was my purpose. And it's kind of like no one needs me anymore. Or they're all in school and I have these eight hours a day and I feel lazy if I sit down because I'm not supposed to. And anyways, all these thoughts go in your head. And what I'm telling you is that's just your brain running wild. And we were never quite taught how to manage our brains. And it's it's working fine and perfectly, but we like to teach that your spirit and your brain are kind of two different things. And when you learn how to work together with them is when you have the best marriage and the best ideas and the best plans for your life. But there is some work in managing your brain and figuring it out.
1: And I don't always think that it happens overnight. I mean, I, I've been talking to different women that they're talking years Yes, where they're trying different things. They're working in women's shelters. They're um, volunteering at a, at different places. They're mm-hmm. taking classes. They're trying to learn new skills. They're deciding if they want to go back to school and get a degree. And like,
0: yep, there's Years. a process
1: to it all, and it can take a lot of time. I also, with my brain, <laughs> yeah. I just finished interviewing um, Danielle. Hillman, she's her son unexpectedly died um, at 31. And because of his death, she became a grief coach. That was not an expected place that she thought her life was going to head at all. Like that, that just wasn't in the cards, but because windows opened and things changed and purpose changed and direction changed over time because she was at an age of just trying to figure this all out. She literally found for her, her purpose right now in life. And that is to help people that are grieving from loss. And so it takes time. It's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it can happen in a few weeks, but Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's the majority of the cases.
0: Yeah. And I think each of us was put here on earth at a specific time for a purpose. Right. And, and we've each had different experiences and educations in our lives that make us unique to the knowledge we have to offer ourselves and to others. And so kind of exploring that part of you of like, what have I been through? What, what has brought me joy? What have I learned? What do I want to do with all of these experiences and wisdom that I have? Do I want to just hold them for myself and keep serving my family? Do I want to, like she said, volunteer or you know pursue a career or whatever? Um, one of the things that I think is the hardest. So we have our expecteds, I think, which kind of go along a, an age pattern, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: life should go along this certain way. And then the unexpected's happen when there's an illness, there's a death, there's a tragedy, your, health. Mm-hmm. your job, your health, your family, your loved ones. There's a lot of faith crises going on right now, but no one plans for that. Mm-mm. And that can shake up your whole life. And so, um, I think those are the hard ones that you don't quite have plans for, right? And so what we want to encourage you to do is get into your brain and into your thoughts and figure out, first of all, the thoughts that are serving you well and the ones that aren't. So step one is the thought I don't know is not a useful thought. And it's just like a toddler saying, you know, what's for lunch? What's for lunch? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Well, they just want to know what's for lunch. But if you keep saying, I don't know, makes them just want to ask over and over. But if you even said something like, we are going to have something delicious that you're going to love at 12 o'clock, I, don't worry. It's going to be so fun. The toddler would be like, great. Because there was some kind of answer, right? So it calms it down a little bit. And so you can start by saying, I don't know yet. Even adding that yet or right now, adds hope when you when you think of that statement i don't know yet versus i don't know and then step 2 is just like a testimony or any education you have it takes work so if you've just been squandering in a stuck tornado of i don't knows now you're going to say i don't know yet but i can't wait to figure it out and there is no rush right so you're going to figure it out and and tell yourself I am actually the best one to figure this out. And there's no wrong answers. So you're going to try some things. You're going to talk to some people. And we really recommend writing things down because until you get it out of your brain and see it from up above, just the thoughts that you're having, the patterns that you're having, the things that you love to do, your hobbies, list them all out, get them out of your brain. That in itself is like telling the toddler that you're going to have something wonderful for lunch at noon. They go, oh, good. And your brain will go, oh, look, those are wonderful evidence. And I'm going to give you an example really quick,
1: just so you can see it in an applicable way. So I had a client that lost her job after 20 plus years of being with this company. And her sister had hired me to help her sister because she was a single woman. She didn't know what she wanted to do with her life. She felt lost because this was the only career she had really been in. Well, I started working with her and her answer to me when I would, I asked her the question, what would you like to do with your life? And she was like, I don't know. Just like Julie said, I don't know. I don't know what I like. I don't know what I feel. I don't know. So as we work together, it, I had her list just, I was like, just brainstorm. Like what, what do you love in life? What do you find passion? And then how could we translate that into something that you could provide income for yourself? And she started saying it and that, that really did transition from, I don't know yet, but I'm on a path of figuring it out. Yeah. And then I gave her this tool. It's called 16personalities.com. It's a test you take. And after we, I gave her that assignment, we got back together the next time. And she was like, Beth, I liked this so much. I have direction. I wrote down a whole bunch of things. I'm paying the monthly fee for this site. And I literally feel like I have hope. And I know what I'm like, I know the direction I want to head. And anyway, it went from I don't know, to I don't know yet. But I am moving in the place that I want to go. And she literally came up with a plan. And she knew what she was going to do six months out a year out. And so in life, sometimes you just need somebody to kind of be like, hey, go try this or take a chance and take this test or work on this tool or write these things down, put it out in front of you so you can see it and process it. Because there is an answer you just don't know yet.
0: Yeah. And a lot of it will come, your I don't knows will come from mostly shoulds. Like there's probably some things that you would love to do, but you've shoved them down so deep because you shouldn't or you couldn't because you had all these other demands. And so you don't even see them as possibilities. So, you know, should, should a mom that her kids are all gone and her husband's still working have to create monetary means? No, but your brain might think you should. Like you shouldn't be able just to have a book club or join a, quitting, a quilting or, or start Dennis, running a marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That might seem wasteful. But realistically, I like to just think of your heavenly father saying, what do you want to do? I just want you to be happy. Like he wants you to have joy. And when you're your best self is when you give the most to the world. And so think of the people that you'll be with when you're planning the marathon, running for the marathon or playing ball, and the experiences and and um, opportunities you're going to have just interacting with other people. And that, those are the times you have to share your life and, and minister to others because of who you are. So please don't should yourself out of anything that you would actually love to do because we're in America. Anything is possible. You literally can do whatever you want. And it's just kind of writing out those things like, Oh, I guess I do think I shouldn't become a a baker or a a chef, or I shouldn't go back to hair school at 50 years old, or I shouldn't, you know, start my bachelor's degree. That would be wasteful. What am I going to do with it? All education's good anyway. So just When you write that list or you're just throw out all the shoulds, just like if money were no object and time were not a thing, what would you love to do? And just let your brain start opening up to the believing and the dreaming. And that's when the opportunities will come. Like when my husband's gone through career changes over the years, not changes, but anyways, different jobs, the thought has always come like, is there something else you want to do? And he's like, yes, but it seems too hard because I'm in this one career. But until you like flip your brain and go, well, maybe there is other things I can do. You won't even see any other opportunities. You literally won't because your brain wants to work the hardest for you and the most effective. And going down those other paths takes a little more energy and a little more uncomfortableness and work, and it doesn't want to do it. So um, that's one of the reasons we highly recommend you come and get coaching is because we can see those patterns in your brain that are working on autopilot for you. And we can kind of help you disrupt them and see where you are having some thoughts that are not utilizing or not helpful to you and help you get on a different path. And sometimes that's all it takes. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't see that. And it's just a matter of teaching your brain to calm down letting your spirit kind of join and working out the best plan for your own life. So take a
1: moment. If it means grabbing your phone and speak to text or talk to text, whatever it is, you make a list on a document or your notes or grab a pen and a paper, if it helps you better to take it from your brain and just start brainstorming. If you're trying to figure out what your purpose is or what you're trying to do to become whole in your life, and just make a list. What are some of the things that you've done in the past that you noticed worked or ways that you process things and figured stuff out? And what can you do now with the future? Because there are going to be expected and unexpected things that happen to you, but you have the opportunity to kind of just open your world and test things out and see what you want to do. Uh, Cause I can guarantee you, two years ago, had you told me that Julie and I were going to be doing this coaching business together, run a <laughs> retreat to have different things, I would have been like, no way. Like I wouldn't have even been in my mind, Yeah, but the possibilities are open and, and, you know, helping God's children on this earth, I think is one of the most important things you can do. And, and so sit down and kind of figure that out.
0: And one of the, we call our retreats becoming whole because on the path to our way home to our heavenly father, our, our jobs are just to kind of learn to control these physical bodies, um, and make choices and learn from our consequences. And so our becoming whole retreats are called becoming whole body, mind, and soul, because there's a trick in controlling the body. There's a trick in controlling the mind And when we learn how to do those, our spirit rises and everything is just happier. There is more purpose instantly when you've kind of shut off the autopilot of your brain looking for danger and you, you learn to use it for your advantage. And so one thing we've noticed is that with these retreats, like that's one thing that we, we have told ourselves we shouldn't do. We shouldn't be able to, to go take time away from our families. We shouldn't be selfish and spend money on ourselves and have, um, you know, take that away from the family. And we can't tell you enough how big of an impact something like that will change your life. I mean, if you take a day to work on yourself alone, quietly, out of your element, without anybody needing you or having to feed anybody, it's life-changing, right? Take three or four days. It can completely change your life and your relationships. And you come back a more whole human being able to conquer the things in your life. And so that's one thing that we just like, whether you come to our retreat or not, is to give yourself the permission to take the time. It's going to take time and it's going to take a little bit of work, but it can be fun. It can be invigorating. It can be restoring. And sometimes you just need the permission to do it. And hundred percent take that permission and do it. Your family will thank you. You will thank you. Everyone in your life will be blessed by the time that you took away to um, help yourself be happier,
1: ok. Thank you for jumping on and listening to this podcast with Julie and I. And we will see you next week.
0: Bye Thanks for joining us today on our Why Wait podcast. If you want to share us with your family and friends, we would love it. The best way to do that is to leave us a review on iTunes or on any podcast platform that you are listening to us on. Also, as our gift to you, we have free Friday coaching every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The link will be in the show notes and we would love to see you there. Have a great week.